I'm Kate Butler-Ross, and this is The Content Download. I totally get that having to be consistently visible through your content can feel like the straw that breaks the camel's back. In the early days of your online business, you're wearing all the hats. You're the MD, the marketing manager, chief admin officer, copywriter, creative director, champion team maker. And I'm telling you, if you're doing all these things and you're managing to stay fairly visible, you're absolutely rocking it. But I'm also aware this really is a recipe for starting to see your content as a chore. And I really don't want that. I want you to see your content like I do, which is like this really juicy, exciting opportunity to connect with your ideal customers and serve them and show them that you understand them and get creative and spread the message about the things that truly light you up. My content is where I express myself and what I care about and share my stories and add value and hopefully get people excited about what's possible for them when they get excited about content and clearly communicating who they are and what they do. But I also don't want you to be spending so much time on your content and trying to get visible that you don't have the energy to actually engage with the people commenting on your posts or plan exciting new projects inside your business or stop working before 10 p.m. And I'm not saying that you don't have to put time into it. Your content is your marketing and it's important. But I am saying there are a few mistakes that I've made personally and that I see other online entrepreneurs doing too that just turns your content into busy work and stress and is actually diluting any results that you could be seeing. Because even though I've been creating content for a living for nearly 20 years, finding the right way to do it for myself, for my business, hasn't always been easy. And it's often been a case of feast or famine, which has led to burnout, basically. So today I want to share with you three common content mistakes that once you stop, will hopefully lower that stress level, that pressure you're feeling to show up and give you the chance to enjoy your content creation again. Welcome to episode 18, how to stop overcomplicating your content marketing and stressing yourself out. So let's get into the meat straight away. The first mistake that I see people making with their content creation is quite simply with their platforms that they're choosing, trying to be everywhere before they've mastered one. You're hearing, oh, there's so much untapped potential on LinkedIn. You've got to be there. And now there's Clubhouse and there's so much FOMO going on around that and People are killing themselves for an invite because they don't want to miss that golden opportunity to be on the early days of a new platform. But here's the thing, you you don't have to be everywhere. And I did get a clubhouse invite twice, actually. And um, I did have that slight FOMO feeling and I started to set up my account, but I actually didn't even go inside because I knew it would just be a distraction from what I'm currently building. And we spend so much time thinking the next best opportunity is over there or over there, when actually there's so much opportunity already under your feet in the audiences that you've already begun to nurture. You don't need to be everywhere. And let's face it, when you're doing this thing on your own, you can't be everywhere. So the key is picking your platform, making it one that you're comfortable with, but also one where your summit customers are also hanging out and making that one or maybe two work first before you start spreading yourself thinly. The other platform mistake I see is not choosing the right medium for your signature content. And by signature content, I'm talking about that weekly, unique, valuable content that you're creating for your audience, which I think is so important. This could be a blog, a video, a podcast like this one. Now, I decided to choose a podcast for my weekly content, which might sound 
strange as a writer. But there's a very simple reason I did this. And that's because although I love writing, it's my absolutely favorite thing in the world, I don't have the time to make a blog work for me. I've started several blogs in the past, um, all since having kids and starting my business. So actually not all since starting my business. And I spend far too long crafting them and perfecting them and being precious about them in a way that is totally unnecessary. So until I can allow myself to be more easy with that, blogging does not fit with my current schedule or lifestyle. And to be honest, I'm not sure it really fits with my audience's current lifestyle. Your busy online business owners, your mothers, your daughters, your wives, a podcast you can listen to while you're on your daily run or doing the dishes or in the car. That's so that's so easy. But with a blog, it's not so easy. And if you're spending all this time crafting great content, you want to be sure people are going to be consuming it. Otherwise, it does become this stress cycle. You're creating this stuff. Nobody's consuming it. What are you doing it all for? The second mistake I see is that we make it too complicated. Now, in an ideal world, we'd be creating amazing original content for our podcast, for our email list, and for our Facebook groups, and for our Instagram grid. And if you can create original content for each of those areas, great. But to me, in the early days of your business or when your team is small, that sounds like a recipe for burnout. So if you write a really fantastic post, share it to your list too. They probably didn't see it. And if you sent a really cool email to your list three months ago that really resonated with them, turn it into a social media post today. And if you're managing to create one piece of signature content every week, email your list about it. Say, you know, here's what I created this week. Post about it on your social channels. Engage people in a conversation around it. Kind of really leverage what you are creating as much as you possibly can. Also, look at the other content that you've already created. Maybe you've got an old training or script from a talk or a course sitting gathering cyber dust on your computer. Dig it out, dissect it, repurpose it, top and tail it. I've talked about this before. Make that content that you've already created earn its money. This is not groundbreaking information, and yet so often we don't do it. You could even spend a really valuable day or half day doing exactly that. No writing, just going through what you've already created and seeing how you can repurpose it. I could definitely spend a morning going through my Google Drive and knocking out probably like 365 Insta quotes and I'd never have to go on Canva again this year. The last thing I want to talk about, the last mistake that I want to talk about on today's episode is that often at the beginning of our businesses, or in the early days of our businesses, we are acting like we have twice the amount of resources than you actually have. And actually, it's not just about the early days of our businesses. It's it's relevant now, like things are changing up, you know, things are unpredictable. So by resources, I'm not just talking about money, I'm talking about time and people and energy too. This is something I absolutely have to be pulled up on all the time. Um, I get an idea and suddenly I want to do it all. I want to write the book, I want to set up the launch, I want to do the video series, create the workshop, print the t-shirt. But newsflash, in case you didn't already know, that doesn't work and it certainly doesn't work with my lifestyle. And so what I'm starting to do is try to go against my impulsive nature and push my ideas out into the future, not to some indefinite distant time, but to a time that is scheduled and planned to give me the chance to create all the content I want to create around it without stressing myself out. And, you know, perhaps to a super uber organized person, this is like an absolute no brainer and you're listening to me thinking, uh, Duh, of course that's what you're supposed to do. But if you are a 
super impulsive, creative like me, you know, that can be quite like a groundbreaking realization. Um, so I'm not just talking about wanting to start new project projects like another podcast or start a magazine, which are two things that I definitely want to be doing. Um, you know, I had plans to do last year, but they had to get put on hold, but also products I've wanted to launch too, products that I've actually had pretty much ready to go. Um, but have realized I just don't have the resource or the energy to give it the content you know, that it needs to support it. So if it is really time sensitive and for some reason, this great idea has to happen immediately. The question I've started to ask is how can I make this simple? Do I really need the I don't know, five day challenge, or could I just do one webinar that I can turn evergreen? Do I really need a sales page or can I just sell the places I want to sell simply through posting a few really um, well-crafted social media posts. I've said this before, I'm going to say it probably a million times again, you don't have to be acting like you're Amy Porterfield when you're a small team or even a team of one with no childcare and a gazillion plates spinning in the air. So my question to you as we kind of round up this episode is how can you make your content marketing more focused, more streamlined, more simple right now? How can you do less and have more impact? Where are you getting lost in busy work that's not actually making an impact? Maybe you're crafting the blog when you should really be emailing your list. You know, the blog that's not getting any traffic to unless you're actually actively driving it there. But you know, your list, they've got a very high chance of receiving that information. Are you spreading yourself too thinly platform-wise? Do you need to push that launch out a month, two months so you can actually get it right? Is it about committing to do half the things at 100% rather than all of the things at 50% or less? This has been big food for thought for me over the last 18 months, and I'm sure this won't be the last time I talk about this, but I really want you to think about this too, because I don't want you to see content as a chore. I want you to realize what an amazing opportunity it is, but you know, life is... (laughs) life is a lot right now. And so we're having to look at everything that we're doing and things that used to feel okay, maybe don't feel okay. So I'll leave you with this. If you're feeling stressed out with your content right now, it's time to slow down to speed up. It's time to do less to get more results. You don't have to do it all. And when you realize that, the content you do focus on will count so much more. That's all for today over and out. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would just be so grateful if you could subscribe and leave me um, some love and a review as well. And also don't forget if you'd like to um, dive deeper with me, um, connect with me, um, the content download also has a free Facebook group and you can find us by just literally searching hashtag the content download over on Facebook and, um, you know, just request to join. So I would love to connect with you in there. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you next time.